Good afternoon. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I read the case Asa v. State, 799-SW2D-329, Texas Court of Appeals, 5th District, 1990. Let us advance, my friends. Let us advance the First Amendment in anti-obscenity today. And that starts right here by reading this case, by understanding it. So I shall present to you what happened. What happened? It says, quote, Gerald Wayne Asaf appeals his jury conviction for the offense of promotion of obscenity in violation of Section 43.23 of the Penal Code, Texas Penal Code Annotated 43.23, Vernon, 1989. The jury assessed punishment at one year's confinement and a fine of $2,000. Appellant argues in his first and fourth points of error that the trial court erroneously excluded evidence regarding results of public opinion surveys and that the trial court erred in excluding from evidence magazines comparable to those sold by appellant, end quote. I always like to remember, I always like to remind my dear audience that the $2,000 fine he got back in 1990 needs to be adjusted for inflation. Now it's 2020 as of this recording. So we need to adjust inflation for 30 years. And that is an even more outrageous fine. One year's confinement is way too much for selling dirty magazines. I hope even people who support obscenity laws think it's too much. White beaters don't get that much punishment in many cases. Let's continue. It says, quote, Dallas Police Officer John B. Nichols testified that on August 6, 1987, he was working undercover when he went to the Paris Adult Bookstore and Theater Number no. 1 in Dallas. While inside the store, the officer selected a package consisting of three magazines, went to the cashier's counter, and purchased the magazines from Appellant. After viewing the magazine's content, Officer Nichols arrested Appellant. End quote. Officer Nichols, you did something bad here. Bad, bad, bad. You don't get to go to First Amendment heaven for this. You may go to First Amendment purgatory. You need to repent if you haven't done so already. So in this trial, as the introduction suggested, the bones of contention are the mission of the survey research and the mission of the magazines. Most of this decision discusses the mission of the research. The state contended because some of the questions were phrased not in the best way. The whole survey should be concluded. The judges here said, even if it's true that some of the questions were phrased in not the best way, they still should have let the research be admitted. And then they even contended that the questions, even the ones in question, the questions that were in question were not necessarily formed incorrectly. They also ruled that the magazines should have been admitted as a point of cross comparison. Those are good tactics. We gotta keep those in mind. Shall we face obscenity trials which likely will happen let us 
use other current magazines or websites, whatever may be the case. 1990, the internet wasn't going yet, so the magazines were the best. What happened ultimately says, quote, we reverse the judgment and remand the cause, end quote. That's a victory. Let's celebrate. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad. May this inspire us. Asaph, unless he committed heinous offenses, may be in First Amendment heaven. He could be dead, he could be alive 30 years ago. It's tough to say. If he was 30 during this trial, he would be about 60 today. So he could very well be alive. If he was 60 during this trial, he might not be alive today. So it's hard to say. Whatever the case may be, let us aspire to be like Asaph and fight the battles instead of lying down and letting the prudish crusaders win. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.